Did you buy cannabis stocks right now? There's some huge news that will have some massive implications on the entire industry. Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. The Bean Pod is presented by Dowmaker, the top crypto launchpad in the industry. Dowmaker allows people to participate in top crypto projects before they launch and generate some of the best returns you can find anywhere. They also provide growth solutions for crypto projects that are looking for funding and assistance with marketing. With their revolutionary new public strongholder offerings, everyone can get early access to top crypto projects regardless of their net worth. Dowmaker is rapidly disrupting the venture capital industry. If you're interested, head over to dowmaker.com to learn more. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be talking about cannabis stocks and should you buy them now? There's some massive news happening right now that could have some massive implications on the entire sector. We're talking more act. We're talking safe act. What's going to happen to pot stocks moving forward? So there's some important legislation that is going to have a huge impact on all of the names in the sector, which is going through the House and the Senate right now. So we're going to talk about What's, all, what's the deal with this bill? Why is it important? And is this going to move stocks up or down? And at the end, we'll basically say, should we buy these stocks, right? That's right. Okay, so let's, let's jump right into it here. We have the MORE Act, right? That, and we also have the SAFE Act. The MORE Act is about decriminalizing marijuana uh, at the federal level. Yep. And the SAFE Act is to allow banking to these entities that currently don't have access to to banking. They're dealing with all in cash right now, right? Yeah. So the MORE Act would be your high level. We want to legalize cannabis for the United States of America. And if this gets through, this is massive. Mm -hmm. Because what you're seeing right now is a lot of these American companies and the stocks, first of all, the stocks can't get on the NASDAQ because it's federally illegal. The companies can't get access to banking, anything, because it's still federally illegal. So they're kind of on their own islands, right? Yeah. So the MORE Act would be a one swift whoosh, and everything's legal, access to the banks, the stocks can go to the NASDAQ. These things would absolutely rip, right? I would love to see the MORE Act pass. Um, not even for the stocks. This is more just on a personal level because I think it's absolutely insane that you have companies right now selling billions of dollars worth of cannabis. It's legalized to some capacity, whether it's recreational or medical, in all but three states in the entire U.S., but at a federal level, it's still illegal and still listed up there with cocaine and heroin and as a schedule schedule one drug. It's silly. This is ridiculous. Let's let's pass this already, you know? Yep. So just from a personal standpoint, I think if we could get the SAFE Act across, um, that's when you can see some institutional money start pouring in and that would be a huge catalyst for these pot stocks. Right, so the MORE Act... Is, is the top one where it legalizes cannabis completely. Yeah. But the backup plan is the SAFE Act. And what will that do? So that's about the banks, right? It gives the American cannabis companies access to banks so they can store their cash, get loans, get access to the financial system, and just become much more secure for investors, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So I was actually looking into the the taxes um, side of things, and I, I didn't know about this. It's really counterintuitive to what I was thinking. It's like, okay pass the SAFE Act, and then you're going to have all these tax dollars pouring into the government. Why are they not just passing this already? Well, 
Here's why. Because these companies deal in cash and they're technically dealing with an illegal Schedule 1 drug, they don't have access to banking, they're not allowed to do certain tax write-offs. They're not allowed to declare certain things on their, on their spreadsheets to offset um, just how much money is coming in, right? So, for example, I was looking at TrueLeave. Uh, they're unable to uh, they're unable to deduct 150 million dollars from their bottom line because they don't have special permissions because they're dealing with a illegal drug. Right. So maybe it's not a taxation play because they're already getting these these, was, these taxes because they're they can't write things off. So the government is still coming out on top. So maybe the incentive there isn't to generate more taxes because. As it is, they're doing all right. Yeah, so they generated $10 billion in taxes thus far. Um, but again, because they're exempt from the tax write-offs, because it's still legal at the federal level, that $10 billion, if these companies could, would look more like $8 billion. Right. So they're losing money by actually having the SAFE Act impl implemented. So maybe they don't want it in. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So right, right now, they're trying to push the MORE Act through the House, mm -hmm. where it will probably get approved. Mm -hmm. And that's... That's always just like this weird, oh, it's approved, yay. But then it goes to the Senate where it always gets denied, right? Dead on arrival for sure. And um, I don't know if it's ever actually made it to the Senate floor. And the numbers needed, so there's 100 members in the Senate. Uh, they need 60 votes in the Senate to pass it. 50% of the Republicans are in favor of eliminating prohibition. So there's 50 Republicans. So 25 of them currently agree with it so we only have 25 of the 60 so let's say we have all of the if we get all the democrats which we don't because six of them still are opposed to it right so, so even if it gets there there's still such a fine line of the democrats even getting it through yeah so it's not looking super good there right even if it gets there no they're still kind of like on the on the fence and there's some democrats who are still flipping back and then yeah. you're going to lose some of the republicans from the previous time as well so it's like right on the verge of 60. And you're like, I was looking at some of these amendments <laughs> that the Democrats are trying to put through. And it's just like, man, this is this thing's just going to get delayed again. Yeah. So we can basically effectively say the MORE Act will be denied. But the backup plan is the SAFE Act, right? And yeah. I think a lot of these cannabis investors are kind of holding on to the SAFE Act because it doesn't need for uh, cannabis to be fed uh, federally legal. It's just about the banks and I, you, they harp on about the banks. We need access to the banks because that will allow more institutional money to flow into these stocks. It's all about the stocks. They want the stocks to go up, right? Mm -hmm. So what are the chances of the SAFE Act being approved this year, right? I, it's higher than the MORE Act for sure because that's basically zero. Right. From the research that I did, it seems like they're potentially looking at the second half of 2022 as a time where bullish momentum for the safe act could start you know why that makes sense is because <clears throat> the democrats and biden are going to lose this election i think coming up the, the midterms so they're going to keep this in their back pocket to gain votes from the younger generation the ones who are actually want this to go through so they're they're you're gonna have schumer and you're gonna have biden and all the democrats all of a sudden say Hey, don't forget, we're, we're really trying to, to legalize marijuana here. They said that before the last election. They haven't done fucking shit. Haven't done shit, right? And they're not going to do anything again. I agree 100%. We're in a midterm year, and then the next election is in two years. I think they're going to be using 
potential cannabis legislation. And what you said, so Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, he's got this comprehensive cannabis opportunity and administrative administration act. So this is, you know, bringing these things forward. I think a hundred percent, they're going to use this as a political ploy to get votes. And I think if you're trading these stocks, this is something you look at as a bullish catalyst. Mm -hmm. It may not happen, but as we always say in the show, buy the rumor, sell the news. That's right. So if these rumors start to come out that, that uh, Schumer is working with Biden and they're going to put this in their potential, you know, election plan that's a bullish catalyst or or is it already priced in that they know that that it's not going to go through it's it's a tough one it's It's tricky it's a tricky one there's no there's never an easy answer in investing but if you're looking into the silver linings of a potential bullish catalyst for the cannabis stock sector that's it right that's it's the voting thing and then even keep in mind for the 2024 election you know they're they're probably going to lose trump's going to win surely right like i I don't know (laughs) yeah but again, when that comes around and they bring this cannabis shit up, that's a potential bullish catalyst in 2024 as well. So yeah. if these are the things, if you're, if you're an investor that's always looking at one sector, like I'm, I'm always investing in cannabis or psychedelics or metaverse, whatever it is, these are the things that come around every cycle, every year, every couple of years, you need to keep your eye on because these are by the rumor events. And you can see a name like a Tilray or a Sundial doing up 5X. Yeah, and then definitely. coming right back down, you know, a Sunday will go from one to five, Tilray will go from eight to 50. And then as soon as people realize that it's not going to happen, it bombs back down. Yeah. So for me, I'd name like a Tilray or a Sundial. Those are trading stocks, right? Yeah. Those definitely. aren't long terms. No, those are, those are ones that just got, those are the meme stocks. They're the hype stocks. They're the ones that everybody, they're brand name, household stocks that you can trade and you know, hey, they go fucking too. Everybody loves a meme <laughs> stock. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I fucking love it. The only, I think, one of the o- true, one of the only stocks in the marijuana sector that I would hold and I do hold is True Leaf, right? Um, strictly just based off of their metrics in comparison to a number of the other competitors in the space, the other big name competitors like Green Thumb Industries, Verano, Cura Leaf. Those are like the big four companies in the space so these are the u.s based these are u.s based multi-state operating that's companies. right these are massive yeah conglomerates so when you're looking at cannabis stocks you know you have your canopy growth you have your aurora tilray these are canadian-based companies that's why they're allowed to be in the nasdaq but what josh was talking about the truly the cure leaf the green thumb these are the american counterparts that because it's still federally illegal they're on the otc market yeah. so they don't have access to all that capital that's why they're still trading at discounted market caps but why do you like truly over over purely for green thumb? <clears throat> I just really like, you know, the revenue is super high. They have super high net income. Their operating uh, profits are higher. Their gross profits are higher. They, they did it really smart. Okay. So they started in Florida, one state and everybody's like, oh man, these guys are not doing it right. They need to be a multi-state operator. Well, guess what? A few short la- years later, they now operate in 11 states. So what a lot of these companies did at the very beginning is they did massive land grabs, right? They, they spread themselves thin and then they had these predatory loans at like 15, 18%. They couldn't pay them back because they're dealing with so much legal headwind, workarounds. They lost so much money on these loans. That happened to I- Ianthus. Um, they, could, they, had to de- they defaulted on their, on their loan payments. Right. 
truly the way it's been set up, they're actually getting really preferred rates now, like 8% for their loans. So now they can keep expanding quicker, which is what we're seeing. They started in Florida. Now they're in 11 states. Mm. They're getting these favorable loans where all these other guys got stuck with these shitty loans, uh, which is really causing them to have to halt their growth a little bit. I like that. I like the slow and steady approach. And we discussed this on our first pot stock episode, um, which if you're interested in the sector, go have a look and watch. It's the slow and steady growth that the United States MSOS operators are doing state by state, brick by brick, that I think is going to allow them to achieve long-term success. When you look at the failures of Canopy Growth, of Aurora, of Tilray, Afri, all these companies that they've never generated a profit. They're just hemorrhaging money every year. It's because Canada went from illegal to legal like that. And these things expanded like crazy. They were growing weed out the yin-yang and <laughs> the logistics, the distribution, it wasn't set up, right? You can't go from zero to hero no. right away. In an industry like that with, with a, a living plant, yeah, there was weed rotting. It was just a complete they fucking failure. It. Yeah, yeah, they screwed it, up. They screwed it around. So I'm- I like the slow and steady up, uh, approach of the U.S., I think it sets them up for long-term success as opposed to the way that Canada, and we, we really, we really... Everybody spread themselves too thin. Really fumbled that one, yeah, us Canadians. We, we really did. Christ, you did think ever... the Canadians with the weed, we would have got something yeah. right, but we really <laughs> fucked that one. Hey. <laughs> um, another reason I like True Leave, uh, just, just to hammer home this last point, is that Florida's, they're going to have recreational legalization. They're anticipated for 2024. Okay, cool. They're expecting business to double from this legalization. I like that. That is set to occur. And, you know, Kim, Kim, was it Kim Rivers or whatever, her, the CEO of Truly. Yep, yep. Trish has got her fingers in, uh, in some pockets down there, you know? No, I like it. Uh, in terms of American companies, I would really only look at Truly or Cureleaf. Yep. Those are the two names that I always trade in when I'm looking at MSOs. Um, but if you're looking at these bullish catalysts, if you, know, you want to invest in the cannabis space, you're looking at the potential, the, the midterms or the legislation coming through. Unfortunately, these US names, they don't run. Because they're not on NASDAQ, they're not on Robinhood, they don't get these meme stock hypey plays because most of your retail investors don't trade OTC. Their apps don't have access to the OTC. So if Biden comes and says, yeah, we're going to be putting it on the ballot, truly it's not going to run. Even no. though they are the ones that will benefit in real life, their revenue will go up if that bill gets passed. Yeah. No, it's going to be Tilray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't even have it from fake company. You know what I mean? Like it's just drawing. Yeah. So Tilray <laughs> is going to run. So that's just one thing to keep in mind. Hundred percent. If you're trading these stocks, look at Sundial, look at Tilray, Canopy Growth. But if you're a long-term investor and you think yeah. cannabis is going to become legal or decriminalized in the states, and you can park that money in there for ten years, it's cu- it's Cure Leave, it's True Leave, GTI, it's green yeah, thing, Green Thumbs, right? yeah, yeah, for sure. There's another gem that you were talking about for the for the cannabis stocks, right? Yeah, Bright Green Corp. Uh, it's anticipated to trade under the ticker BGXX. It's a cannabis manufacturing and cultivation um, site. Basically, they filed last week for the NASDAQ, which is interesting because they all anybody right now knows they're not going to get listed on the NASDAQ. But this will be the first U.S.-based plant-touching business on the nasdaq so we already have i think what aurora is on trading on the nasdaq but that's because it's canadian based they're all canadian based yeah right this is the first u.s based one and it's because in their sec filing they said that they're going to cooperate with the blessing of the federal government so they've had some condition they already received a conditional approval from the u.s uh dea so hold on let me get this straight 
are they going to get listed on the NASDAQ? Or are they not going to get listed on the NASDAQ? <laughs> so there's still a few inspections right. for final approval, but they've received conditional approval from the Drug Enforcement Agency. Is, the this, is the stock running right now? Not yet. No, this no? is so. This is something for the radar. Pre buy the rumor. This is by by the before the rumor. <laughs> just keep keep BGXX yeah. on your radar. BGXX. Uh, so that's OTC. I think they're anticipated to, to list. Uh, it's like they have a six hundred million dollar uh, market cap. Interesting. So just something to put on the radar. Uh, just because in the SEC filing, they are saying that they're going to be fully compliant with all federal federal. It's just the fact that they had that. Um, USDA conditional approval to that right. doesn't happen with any company. No, no, no. That's that's interesting. That's so kind of big. So I didn't catch that. That's a good. That's a good pickup. Yeah. So you know, in conclusion, am I investing in cannabis stocks right now? The answer is no. But if you like this space and you want to be bullish on it, the things to look for are the potential midterm ballot election plays. Keep your eye on the Safe Act as well. The More Act, I think you can just that's not going to happen anytime no. soon. Unfortunately, it's the Safe Act, right? That's that's the one kind of piece of bullish news you want to look at yeah that's the institutional money rolling through are you buying weed stocks right now no i'm not buying weed yeah. stocks all my money's in crypto yeah. <laughs> no i'm kidding uh there has been some sectors that we have talked about in our previous um plays you know yeah. like the f- incoming food crisis food crisis right? cyber there's security. some really good plays in there because just because you haven't heard about it yet doesn't mean it's not about to happen and we we nailed the wartime stocks one yeah a month before the war started yeah we fucking every single that. one of those stocks are up like 60 70 80 percent uh, we had some green energy stocks that are freaking ripping right ripping. now. So uh, after my analysis, I'm going to kind of stay away. I still have my core holdings in TrueLeave. Yeah. I'm going to let that ride. For sure. Um, but in terms of what you were saying, I might look to a Sundial or a Tilray uh, if we start to see some AMC or GameStop movement again mm. or some discussions around possible rumors of one of these acts passing for sure so right now i think we're on the sidelines in the cannabis stock sector but as josh mentioned if you're looking at a sector for stocks that's going to get hot go watch our food stocks episode those are going to rip this year if you don't like that go watch the green energy stocks there's tons of good those sectors all, that we cover yeah. and if you really want to get like you keep your finger on the pulse you got to join the discord because we're posting about different stocks different sectors every day right now maybe chill with the cannabis stocks though that's what i'm thinking yep All right. Hey, it's been a really good episode. Make sure you tune to the next episode. That one's going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the BeanPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeanPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.